0: The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not that. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Spitting Nonsense Podcast. Just hanging with my homies.
1: Welcome. My name is Zachary. Monotone. Very monotone. (laughs) After this past week of classes, Bueller. I I have lost all feeling and emotion because
0: of the stress of finals. All feeling and emotion? Yes. You're not at least a little bit excited. I know I sound like a fucking crackhead right now, but um, I mean, I'm just a week. Hold on. Let me
1: just fix my tone. Okay. Yeah, no, it's been... I've been dealing with a lot of... Pro- I just finished all my projects today, so... <laughs> crackhead. It's been a very long day. My head hurts from today. Yeah, so. dude,
0: I, I did. I finished yesterday, actually. I had no finals with Proctors either, so, like, it was just straight up me and Quizlet.
1: Well, lucky you. <laughs> I, I have to go in and do a critique for my photography class tomorrow. Boo. We could have been doing it Tuesday, and Boo. I wouldn't have to stay here an extra day, and I could have came home today and done the podcast with you, but I'm still back in my apartment.
0: Yeah, that blows. I was hoping you'd be here today, but it's okay. I'm sure I'll see you by, you know, before next week, probably.
1: Well, I'm going to be back tomorrow.
0: That's what I'm saying. I was like, like before next week.
1: I know, like, right after I get out of class, I'm leaving because I have everything ready to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... I, how's your week been? Um, My week's been pretty, pretty, pretty good, you know. Um, we're just uh, living our lives here at home. Not doing much. Oh yeah?
1: How's the basement coming
0: along? Oh, the basement. The basement. That'll be done by January, I think.
1: That's good. Yeah, there's looking? literally
0: a guy standing in my basement right now.
1: He's, he's shooting up all the heroin he's got.
0: <laughs> Actually, uh, 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 it's my friend's brother's brother. No. Uh, no, he's not shooting up any heroin in my basement, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be down there like, what in the fuck? Can I join? <laughs> right. <laughs> got a spear needle. <laughs>
1: um. But during this time, I found a new video game, and I got it. F- I, well, at first... I got it for free for the Xbox Game Pass that I have. And then I decided I'll just buy the whole bundle that it has because it was on a $20, like, sale.
0: Right. Um,
1: and this game is called Control. It's made by Remedy Entertainment. And Control. And is, is absolutely so much fun. Um, it is very engaging and it is very fresh, like, on how it plays out so the entire sh- the idea of this game is i think i've talked to you about the scp foundation i know john who was on our conspiracy theories video he's very into the scp foundation and if you don't really know what it is um for the listener out there it's basically this online archive of oh, oh okay government.
0: yeah so I, I didn't hear what you said i heard scc and i was like wait what and no, no, so no, i got com- not for- yeah, yeah not not college but uh SCP. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I know um, what you're talking about now. Yeah, I, those I are messed wa- up.
1: I don't want to talk about my old college. <laughs>
0: <the> <laughs> moment. Yeah.
1: But SCP, yeah. online, it's like a um, it's it's a fictional secret government organization that specializes in paranormal and alter real- and altered reality events and stuff like that. And this game takes uh, uh, fit, uh inspired by that game creating their own bureau of control that delves into the stuff and the entire game is set in this bureau but then the house is like it moves and shifts it on its own and you have to fight these enemies called the hiss which are basically like enemies from another reality and stuff like that so and it's like, like
0: quantum like, break but a horror game
1: it's made by the same people who made quantum break actually oh really um, yeah, no. Remedy Entertainment, who makes, uh, who made the first two Max Pains. they worked on Alan Wake, which is actually a, uh, is in the same universe as Control, and they're making a third installment for the game, which is I've got, to, I'm super excited, excited for that because I actually enjoyed this series. Um, and then Quantum Break was made, and I played Quantum Break a bit, but it's made on the same engine. So in this game, you get telekinesis. That's beautiful. You can, yeah. Yeah, no, you can fly. Like this game. Um, you you have a gun that has infinite ammo, but like, can also switch into different like modes of power and stuff like that. Um, you gain like abilities over this game, and it's it's just so much fun. It's very very beautifully made. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, my Xbox could not handle the amount of graphic that it was sending out into my Xbox because sometimes it would say out of video memory and it would just shut down. So it's oh. already, it shows like. I think it's just because my Xbox is just old, but other than that, um, this game has—it was fun. I just finished it like a bit ago, um, but uh, yeah. If you're, and I would say it's a Metroidvania dungeon crawler, first third-person shooter. So, gotcha. Yeah, but I—I I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great, um, and I can't wait to see what they do next with it because they make some pretty tight shit.
0: Yeah, no, I just definitely. Want to talk
1: about it. Yeah, I just kind of want to talk about it because it was just something that, like, caught my mind, like, like my eye. I didn't know about this game until I saw it, and I was like, okay, this has caught my attention, like, really, really well.
0: Right. So You know what? I really think cool. I might get back into playing uh, Destiny 2. Now oh, that really? I've seen all of you. Yeah, kind of. Like, I'm feeling after Assassin's Creed, like, obviously, Minecraft's my main always. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, uh, I think I might play destiny 2 again
1: i need to get back into uh assassin's creed and play through what i have um and then 76 to do my uh what is it grinding in and then cyberpunk 2077 comes out tomorrow but i'm not going to get into like christmas probably
0: yeah yeah same
1: so but uh i think we should move into today's uh news article found. Starting with just this a fair very, very warning,
0: guys, today is going to have a lot of weird news, alright? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, this,
1: the past few, the past week or so has been a little, little weird on, like, hectic, show, it's been hectic, chaotic, uh, and stuff has come out that has just been uh, very, like, eye-opening, or just stuff that's just... Wild claims of this, like this the first one, uh, <laughs> saying Galactic Federation of aliens are in contact with the U.S. and Israeli governments, claims former official.
0: So, <laughs> so <to> start off. <laughs> I would say, I would want to say I'm a fan of Star Trek and I would totally be down to join a galactic federation of people who fly around in a starship in the universe and discover new places and talk to, you know, fresh, freshly uh, initiated people to the galactic federation. If you understand what I mean, like that, like that, like first contact, if you've ever seen Star Trek first contact, like, like that.
1: Yeah, no, but like uh, people are comparing it to Star-, Star Trek. So you hit it right on the nail. Um Yeah. According to the former yeah, according to the former Israeli Space Security Chief Haim Eshed, uh the United States and Israeli governments are have been and are in contact with a galactic federation of aliens. This is reported by the J- J- Jerusalem Post. Oh my god. Um Eshed told Daily Israeli newspapers uh that Ar- Israeli and the U.S. have been in contact with aliens and that these aliens exist as part of a Galactic Federation. Ashed, who has served as a chief of Israeli space security program for nearly 30 years and is now a professor, said the aliens in the U.S. have made agreements based on researching and understanding the fabric of the universe.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would explain why so much weird shit has been happening.
1: I know, and it it keeps going on. This article keeps going on. There have been agreements included uh, a shared secret underground base on, on Mars. Mars where yeah. the U.S. and the alien representatives meet. A shed said, President Donald Trump also was on the verge of revealing the existence of this galactic federation, which I think can make sense because he's he's just trying to spout a lot of shit. And I know they're trying to like keep him from saying things that he should not say. Right. So yeah so I, things w- that he wants to, to tell like
0: the country but fucking can't
1: yeah exactly um but the aliens have stopped him from doing so as they believe revealing their existence would cause mass hysteria which it which would is not wrong it would um, because, like did you see yeah. how
0: people reacted to coronavirus
1: oh my god it just
0: god forbid we say it. that oh. there are fucking aliens coming down from the sky and that we're going to start a galactic federation here on earth imagine the riots
1: the riots, the revolution, the uh, resistances against the Galactic Federation because they're going to believe, oh, they're going to probe our brains yeah. and make us mindless slaves and stuff like that. It's just the idea that if it's, sci- if it's sci- uh, like sci- uh, science fiction or like part of a science fiction genre in the sense or something like that, like aliens is a big thing of that genre, um, you're always going to meet with the bad end of it. Like, that's just a normal thing people think of now with aliens.
0: Yeah. It's because we've let our imaginations run wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Brian now uh, is in the living room watching Alien Worlds. And if you've never heard of Alien <laughs> Worlds, like, I have.
1: I watched it last night. I watched all four episodes. The pacing's a little off. Yeah. But uh, it's very wild. That it's is a very wild.
0: Show. Like, I felt very uncomfortable when I saw, like, this bat flying thing, like, with just, like, pale skin, and these things, like, blew themselves up with hydrogen gas and then like exhaled it It, like it was like they were comparing it to ravens or falcons it was falcons yeah Yeah, yeah, and then they like dropped down and like they were like leeching on the back of this thing and i felt very uncomfortable like
1: (laughs) what about about the one with the uh what was there was the i
0: haven't i haven't i haven't watched all of them i only watched one
1: you should watch all of them and then discuss them with me because that is, that is a crazy
0: show. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> by, by the
1: end? Because, okay, so I can explain. I, they set I it up They it
0: set it up like Star Trek.
1: They did, and I think the issue with the, the show, in my opinion, is that they jump between Alien World and Earth, which I get what they're doing. because they They're making a
0: comparison. It. They have to because exactly. that's the only thing we fucking know. Like, I know.
1: But it just, it's very, very jaunting. It's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, we can move on to something that isn't, is less alien, more, uh, but,
0: but just more evolution.
1: World.
0: Yeah. <laughs> less alien, more evolution. Oh, uh, the Toledo yeah. Zoo reported the first documented case of biofluorescence in Tasmanian devils. Like, uh, you guys got to go to the Discord and click on this picture because I really want you to see it. Like, they're really cute, first of all. Tasmanian devils are very cute. But, besides the point. Uh, The Toledo Zoo is excited to report the first documented case of biofluorescence in Tasmanian devils. Uh, They're uh, native to Australia. So, uh, biofluorescence refers to the phenomenon by which a living organism absorbs light and re-emits it in a different color. On, on, like, the other side of the spectrum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the case of the Tasmanian devil, the skin around their snout, ears, and inner ear absorb ultraviolet light uh, and readmits it as blue visible light. So it'll it'll absorb some daylight and then use it to produce blue light yeah. in the dark. Which, well,
1: this? Uh, I think this helps some with nocturnal seeing as well as... Um not only that, but, like, it looks like it's, uh, he, it looks like an alien from Avatar.
0: It does. Uh, I know. <laughs> it,
1: it, yeah. Um, but bio, biofluorescence ha- isn't really something new. But It's, it's new not something
0: new, but it's something new in, in uh, mammals. to, yeah, in mammals. Like, like uh, the, it says that, uh, such as the platypus, the wombat, the Ohio native Virginia opossum, uh, southern flying squirrels, uh, and I think that's the other one, the last one that they use. but yeah, it's as evidence suggests that some bird species use UV fluorescence to attract mates. Uh, that many fish sense. even yeah. use biofluorescence to camouflage themselves, Fish, microbes, which everybody, uh, whenever they think of biofluorescence, thinks of the fucking anglerfish at the bottom of the sea. Well, you yeah, know what I, I mean?
1: That's, that's a big one, but also like when I think of biofluorescence, I think I of think
0: the of algae like... in the water.
1: Yeah, the microbes of this, like, the uh, glow sand, the glowing sand. Yeah. That one's a big one.
0: I like Um, that. That one's cool.
1: There's there's, uh, glow worms in caves. Yeah. Like, there's a a bunch of animals, but in mammals, you wouldn't really think that... You wouldn't think it, you know what
0: I mean? Like, I would think of something, like, in a wet area for some reason. I don't know why, but I just assume it with, uh, or include it, lump it together, if you would. Mm-hmm. With, uh, those kind of creatures, but... I mean, it's just cool to see
1: evolution taking away, a like, a, a weird turn, like,
0: it's... I know, man. like, you just watch evolution right in front of your eyes, you know what I mean? huh It's awesome. Well, there
1: was, there was that thing about, uh, monkeys finally reaching the Stone Age, like, not too long ago, um, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, where they're using, like, actual stone tools and stuff, but... Beside the point, They're, that's going to take another thousands of, a hundred of thousands of uh, years before they develop into the next stage. So.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: yeah it's slow. Very slow. And, uh, not a hundred thousand
0: years more, like, <coughs> yeah. probably a few thousand though. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, that's cool. Yeah, um, so. To mo- som- yeah, moving on out of the, uh, you know. Yeah, moving on to something that's <clears throat> weird. So cool. Stuff that uh, we started with, you know. Well, we got
1: a few more things, but this this one is not as weird. But well, I mean, so not good.
0: as this isn't an oddity. This is this doesn't surprise me. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't really surprising, but I just thought it was like a cool thing. But uh... uh on to the next thing. Uh, YouTube is doing another shady bri- uh, practice. YouTube asks users to reconsider rude comments. Um, so, I think last week, or the week before, we talked about uh, YouTube putting ads on people's uh, small channels, just anybody's uh, videos, yep. just everybody's. Mm-hmm. They're putting it on small channels, anybody who's not even on partner program, um, and they're not going to get any money from it. So, YouTube is now launching a new feature to deter ang- angry and hostile Angie. Angie. Yeah.
0: Like my cat, like Cookie. Uh Oh my gosh. She's very, she's She's very very angry all the time. Like, Uh I say it to her. I'm like, why are you so fucking angry, dude?
1: Uh, But this new feature is to deter angry and hostile commenters from making offensive remarks with a quick prompt that triggers before the insult is published, asking them to reconsider and edit their remark. The plan is (coughs) outlined in the blog post published today. Uh, well, not today, but this is published on December 3rd. Um, so this is like right after we did the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in addition, YouTube will now have a filter on comments that have been held for review. The com- creator will automatically be able to hide, approve, and report the mes- messages without being forced to read through the comments of a hateful or threatening message.
0: Jeez. Yeah, I I get it. I mean, I I mean, like I something. get it. Yeah, I get why they're doing it, but it's just censorship. Right?
1: Yeah, it's a big it's a big step in censorship, which YouTube has been pushing censorship really hard in the past like year or so.
0: Yeah, I mean, so. what else do you expect from a corporation that knows a lot about you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I I I expect from all the stuff that's happening on YouTube, a new platform's going to pop up. And that one's gonna like kind of not rise as fast as YouTube did, but it's gonna people are gonna probably migrate to that if it becomes kind of Vimeo, Vimeo, <laughs> Liveleak, right? Uh, but um, yeah, that's that's just kind of like okay, cool. They're giving I guess it's giving creators better ways so they don't have to read all these hate comments of their videos and stuff like that but also it's just taking away freedom of speech and just censorship oh well, I mean it's a it, 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 it goes either way um yeah the, yeah you youtube claims that it has ramped up internal efforts against hate speech increasing the number of daily hate speech comments removals by 46 times since early 2021 uh wait what YouTube plan. Oh no! It will have it will remove that amount by early twenty twenty one. YouTube terminated one point eight million channels on in the last quarter, with over 54,000 of those shutdowns happening over hate speech. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's a good thing. I it, in a sense, um, just another thing that I thought would be uh, we could talk about, um, and. <laughs> Uh, you bring into uh, another. Yeah, yeah. So censorship.
0: Explain. Why we're we on the on the uh, subjective censorship? Uh, not like I disagree with this censorship. oh I don't either. But uh, Trap's Twitter, the band Trap, you know, the song Headstrong. You know, I'd play a clip strong, here. Headstrong, <laughs>
1: I'll take you on. <laughs>
0: thank you, thank you. Headstrong to take on anyone. So uh, Trap's Twitter account has finally been suspended. So I wrote all this information in here by hand uh, because it's a Loudwire article and Loudwire articles are like Internet videos. So instead of playing it, I just wrote it out. The lead singer of Trapped's name is Chris Taylor Brown. uh, And he defended statutory like long story, long story, uh, put in a short way. Uh, He defended statutory rape between a 15 year old boy and a 25 year old woman. He was just, he was like, that isn't rape, that isn't rape, S-T-F-U or something like that, and I was sitting there, I was like, wow, dude, like, all the comments on that, it was so vicious, but, oh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, this is the third account to get shut down this year of his, uh, oh uh yeah, yeah, because the, the lead man is the voice for Trapped, so he is literally the voice for Trapped, and that didn't need to ever happen, but. He said
1: a 15-year-old male. Yeah, I found what he said. A fifteen year old, a fifteen year male, and a twenty five year old female is not pedophilia. You fucking moron. I wouldn't care if a fifteen year old boy banged his twenty five year old teacher. That's it. Uh, well, I have to say, Chris, you're you're uh, uh, hitting the wrong mark there.
0: <laughs> right, because if it went the other way around, it would be rape. You know what I it would be,
1: mean? It'd be rape, pretty much.
0: Yeah, you like know? so. Oh, yeah, boys,
1: boys can't get raped. Uh, say it to all the ones who actually have been and uh, have uh, PTSD from those uh, effects and situations. Yeah. Like, it's just disregarding an entire... Uh, Section of, of the
0: population, right? <laughs> like, yeah. a large percentage and, of the population.
1: Well, it, it's even worse that he starts boasting about it. I would be giving the kid high fives. Brown continued with yet another tweet... Only if the teacher was hot, though. So much worse when a grown man does it with a 14-year-old girl. Okay, at least he agrees that it's bad when a guy does it with a young No, girl.
0: no, 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 no. He doesn't get to use the double standard bullshit. I know yes, at least it's bad. Yes, standard. at least he's saying it's bad, but, like, no. You know no, what I mean? He doesn't,
1: he doesn't get the benefit of doubt. I'm just saying at least he understands that that's bad. Why can't he understand that the vice versa is also bad?
0: Yeah. But this is his third account to get shut down this year of his, His Facebook and Instagram have both been shut down uh, due to him speaking on his support of the Proud Boys, which, like I said, we're not a political, we're not politically affiliated, so we're going to skip over that. But um, yeah, they, they said it was for hate speech. We'll put it like yeah. that. And uh, But he's been on the news for other things, such as blaming George Floyd for his own death and supporting Donald Trump's stimulus act but like i said not being political not being political he just, it, is just not a very nice person <laughs> no. yeah it's, so you know,
1: it it's just it shows it shows a character like the, so, the social media is a blessing and a curse I'm sure we get that uh that good uh, not that good well it is it is a good and a bad way of connecting with people online and stuff like that they Have the same interests and whatnot but then you can also speak however the fuck you want and that's just gonna make it worse for you even if you're like a high celebrity or something if you say something wrong then or do something or post something wrong then you're gonna get so much backlash.
0: that's why half of these people's pages are done by their social media account managers
1: yeah uh, It's bad when
0: celebs actually have control of their own accounts. Well,
1: yeah, this one, this one is definitely not done by like a media manager. This is definitely done by Chris himself. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, moving on to another Twitter account that, uh, well, not even that. She uh, she did a
0: dirty delete. That's what she did. She dirty deleted Uh, to make it look like gaslighting. She's like, I don't know what happened. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, Letitia Wright deletes social media following anti-bash glass.
0: Now, if you don't know who
1: Letitia Wright is, she played... Uh, I can't remember her name in the, in the movie. But she was uh, Chadwick Boseman's, uh sister in the movie of Black Panther and will possibly be playing... Uh, two- no, Shuri. That's her name. I just remembered it. It's Shuri. Yeah, she played Shuri in Black Panther and she's reprising her role in Black Panther 2. Um, but... She has deleted her all uh, her social media following backlash over an anti-vaccine video she shared. Uh, she shared this on Twitter that spoke about the upcoming coronavirus vaccine and questioned whether one should take it once it becomes available. With it, Wright also posted the prayer hands were emoji. Many followed comment. Many followers commented that it was ir- irresponsible for her to post the video, giving her fairly large fan base. Uh, and then she, in response, uh said she was being canceled for asking questions, thinking for herself and not conforming to popular opinion. So,
0: yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it it doesn't show a good light on the on these on the a- actress, like not even close. Like even I- even deleting your social media is a bad response.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, not to be political, again, uh, um, I don't think we should be forced into taking a vaccine. Yeah, no. But that's just me, so.
1: I, 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 I will take it willingly.
0: Well, that's say different. It, that's different. It is, it is that, different. That's implying it is different. you have an option. You know it what I mean? Different. Like yeah. that that's not stripping your rights away to say no. You know what I mean? Like, when they make a mandatory vaccine, that means everybody's got to take it.
1: Yeah, that is true. Um, this, goes, this goes more into depth about it. Like, uh, there's uh, Don Cheadle came and responded to her the same night of posting. Uh, Cheadle deleted previous tweets and called the video hot garbage after seeing it and right response to fans' concerns, who also viewed the video as transphobic. He ensured fans that he. Oh, well, I can't speak never. on the
0: video. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can just no, speak on I that. Never but, saw like, the video. I didn't watch the video either. So I was like. I didn't steal it. I'm just um, speaking on my mind on my ideas about mandatory vaccines, yeah, not um, that video. I didn't watch that.
1: I don't even know what the, i it just says the video is an anti vax video. I'm not sure if it was an anti vax video against a covid vaccine or if it's like anti vax against just regular vaccines in general right,
0: exactly that yeah, so. Yeah. I was just but talking you, about the covid nineteen vaccine. There are many yeah, other okay. vaccines that should be mandatory, like uh polio and you know uh, so, uh smallpox and chicken pox and shit like that. You know what I'm talking about like things like that. that will like
1: surely kill you and like the, net, if, in the right like net, like it's right.
0: like a death sentence if you if you get the disease, you know what I mean yeah that kind of thing but yeah but... Yeah.
1: um
0: moving I mean, on, I guess I,
1: yeah moving. <laughs> Let's move on to something uh, uh more lighthearted. We're finally actually getting into the more nerdy news of our uh uh week today.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Um uh, so anybody who likes anime pretty much has at least heard of Evangelion or at least has heard the intro to Evangelion. Like Oh,
1: it's everywhere.
0: Huh? It's what? It's
1: everywhere. Ma 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 ma.
0: Like, you know that
1: yeah,
0: I, I've heard it. I've heard it so many times. Yeah, dude. So there's the fourth movie's finally coming out. It was delayed as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, uh, but it'll pick up uh, like with a final alternate reality take on Shinji. Uh, okay. Yeah, and the fine folks at Nerve. So like uh, anybody who's familiar with it knows that there's like Gundam characters about it. Like I picked up a, a Evangelion. Uh, Gundam. I, know I, saw it. I own the first and the second movie. Um, and I actually just got a Pop Funko of Shinji not too oh, long ago nice. for Black Friday, which was cool. Yeah. But uh, besides the point, there's, this is the fourth movie in the series, and uh, there's a Netflix, uh, TV, like an anime series, actually, that's uh, one or two seasons long. That I think might still be available on Netflix. Don't hold me at my word, but I think it might be. Uh, yeah, essentially, people like the movies more. But yeah. uh, besides the point, it's from the '90s. You know, it's yeah. it's a uh, it's about these angels coming down and pretty much destroying the world. And but they're like not like your typical portrayal of angels. They're like an actual biblical portrayal of hang- angels. You know what I mean? So like giant machines with eyes, and ju- you know what I mean? Like
1: they're they're alien esque angels. That's the best way I can describe
0: them. That they're biblical angels. That's the only way I can describe them. But <clears throat> besides well, the point, they're biblical, people... but
1: they also have sense of like sci sci fi
0: and yeah, 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 yeah. Big big sense of like uh, sci fi fantasy undertones and uh, some LGBT <laughs> uh, right. undertones as well uh with a couple of those characters but um uh what else was i gonna say about that uh yeah so the final film will include utada hikaru as the the theme song and she's done all the soundtracks for all the other movies you know so this isn't a surprise but i just wanted to bring it up because i love utada hikaru like and the king like most people know her by singing simple and clean from uh, Kingdom Hearts or uh, Face My Fears from Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, you played that song so many times since it went out. Went out
0: well, it's catchy. It is catchy.
1: I'm not saying it's a bad song. I was saying it's like you just play it a lot. Yeah, I yeah. I bump, I
0: bump, I bump Picaro. All right.
1: Yeah. But uh, Evangelion is a uh, I don't, I never got into it. Uh, the title for this. We should DVD. watch them
0: like at least the first two. Yeah, I have both that. of them on uh, DVD.
1: I just know that Evangelion gets really complicated with the story and stuff. I
0: think it's a little convoluted, but if you're not paying attention, you know what but, I mean like but, but like, the the setting is really uh, it's I obvious you know what titles, I mean it's not
1: the titles of the movies take the cake
0: it's it's beautiful animation. Oh, it is. And like, yeah. oh, I never said yeah. I never said anything about the fucking mechs, dude. <laughs> of course, when yeah. I said Gundam <laughs> earlier, like people may not have understood what that was, but like, it's like you're building a mech, like a person inside of an like a, a, a giant electric suit, like, like Pacific Rim. Like, like Pacific Rim, if you've seen Pacific Rim, exactly yeah. like that, like. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: But except they're fighting biblical angels, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. And like, it, not everything turns out really well in that movie. Let me just, or the series, it uh, just I mean, in series as a whole, not everything
1: turns out great.
0: No, I mean like the movies, okay. not everything turns out great at all. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, it's like a train wreck, but like you can't look away. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in a good yeah. way, if you understand what I mean. Oh,
1: no, I get what you mean. It's just very chaotic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, moving on to this next one. Yeah, this
1: one's got me excited. I, uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, a lot of people's favorite uh, actor from Star Wars as Poe and uh, stuff like that, is set to play uh, Solid Snake in the upcoming Metal Gear Solid movie adaptation. Um, I think this is a good. I I like I like this choice. There's all of course. There's gonna be choices that would be better for Solid Snake, but I feel like Oscar Isaac can definitely play him. Um. Let's see. Oscar Isaac is set to ne- uh, next set to portray a live-action character from the acclaimed video game. Uh, he'll play Solid Snake, a soldier from the popular video game Metal Gear Solid. Uh, the adaptation will be directed by. Jordan Volk Roberts, who directed Kong Skull Island. Um, so, yeah. I liked Kong Skull Island, so... this Yeah, I didn't there.
0: have anything against it.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is all set around Metal Gear Solid, where it follows Sol- Solid Snake as he infiltrates a nuclear weapons facility in order to take down a terrorist threat from FOXHOUND, a special forces unit. As this goes on, uh... The the so Metal Gear Solid is such a big franchise, uh, and you can just dive into it, and there's just so much like stuff and story behind it. But this latest film, Isaac has signed on to play Amid, has already a busy slate. The actor is starring, like, not only is this that he's doing, but he's also starring in HBO's Scenes from Marriage with his friend Jessica Chastain. In 2021, he'll appear in the anticipated blockbuster Dune. So he's just adding on to his plate with this as well.
0: Oh, yeah, no, um, he's on his way to an Oscar. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Speaking of his first name, you know what I mean? But, (laughs) like, no, he's really on his way to an Oscar, Golden Globe, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? He's
1: already won a Golden Globe. He's now going to win an Oscar next um, and
0: then he'll uh, be Oscar Isaac with an Oscar Oscars
1: Oscars Oscars <laughs> Oscar. This is my Oscars <laughs>
0: and then he gets some he gets some Oscars, but like fish Oscar you know what I mean <laughs> and then he get in, And then he has little tiny Oscars put in there.
1: He, he just hands out tiny Oscar the Grouch. For well, like for stuff. his
0: Oscars, so Oscars, Oscars, Oscars.
1: <laughs> now we're going down a rabbit hole.
0: I know, right? It's like Christopher Nolan up in this bitch. Oh man. Yeah. Um,
1: but there is no, there is no slate for this movie. There's no release date. Um, so I don't, I don't think this script has been fully finished but I know they're doing casting and Oscar Isaac is set to play the main character. So yeah, I mix, I'll, I'll watch it when it definitely comes out. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. 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 Um,
0: so this next one, you can go ahead and uh, Oh yeah, this pop off bro. Like this whole section, all, bro. Like
1: all about Spider-Man three. So we got a lot of Spider-Man three uh, rumors and conf- confirmations that happened over the past few uh, days. So Andrew yep. Garfield and Kirsten Dunst are set to for Spider-Man Three, and Tobey Maguire and Emma Stone are rumored to be in this movie. Now,
0: yes, yes, uh, but A- Alfred Molina, Alfred Molina, who played Doc
1: Ock from Spider from Sam Sam Ramy's, uh Spider-Man, Spider-Man, 2. Spider-Man Two, yeah, uh, he will re reprises role and i loved that villain that is by like
0: you know i really like- did love his character he really did captivate it you know what i mean where oh, where funny. all the other villains kind of fell short not saying that willem defoe's goblin was bad you know what i mean but it was more comical in my eyes than uh doc ock so it
1: was more exaggerated Is what that's I mean. what i'm
0: saying like more slapsticky if you would like yeah. cartoon like um, I-
1: well, with Doc Ock in the second movie, the second movie being the longest of that trilogy, um, but like that movie, it wasn't more about him just trying to defeat Spider Man. It was more about him breaking him down, destroying his livelihood, and like, it, because.
0: You can't the, pit two geniuses against each other without a couple no. cracked eggs. You know what I'm saying? Doc, <laughs> Doc
1: is a very prolific villain, and I'm, I'm very excited
0: to see him. Be, since, I'm very excited to see his fucking technical arms, dude. Like, well, since, his like, fucking AI arms. I know, dude. And in 2002, I thought that was hot shit like <laughs> i know dude that's what i'm saying i'm like holy shit like doc ock is coming back and it's gonna be the same dude maybe a little bit more salt and pepper you know what i mean or maybe they'll just mm-hmm. dye his hair back whatever but yeah. still like i'd totally like, be down with that like, like as a like an old prolific enemy you know what i mean yeah, Definitely a villain archetype so uh
1: and then you have Andrew Garfield from the Amazing Spider-Man series coming back. Kirsten Dunn I loved
0: Andrew movie. Garfield. I don't care what anybody has to say. Yes, they I, ruined the story, I, but him as an actor, I I love him as an actor.
1: Oh, he wasn't a bad actor. I thought his uh, acting as Spider-Man was great. It what was, was just the story what was, that the, was lackluster.
0: What was the name of that fucking war movie that I watched with him in it?
1: Hacksaw Ridge.
0: Hacksaw Ridge was a fucking amazing movie. It
1: is an amazing movie. Very, very well done.
0: Yeah. Like, um, uh, I'm pretty sure that one was directed by Mel Gibson. He got a standing ovation for it at the, at the premiere.
1: It's deserved. Definitely deserved for that movie.
0: Yeah, Mel Gibson did, did uh, really good by it. So, uh, um, But back onto this news, Kirsten Dunst, who played the original Mary Jane from the Sam
1: Raimi movies, will be back. And then there's also uh, the thing about Tobey Maguire and Emma Stone coming back. Uh, for their uh, roles, as Emma Stone was Gwen Stacy, in the main Spider-Man, and of course Tobey Maguire was the original Spider-Man from the ri- first first movies. So yeah, 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 it's just bringing it all together into uh, this uh, multiverse. Exactly what I called. Yeah, I yeah, like, they're doing the multiverse. There's no way they wouldn't do this.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So we're we're connecting all of this stuff together. So, um, Toby Maguire toby
1: mcguire <laughs> he, he has to wait in the water
0: <laughs> toby mcguire's gotta wait in the water but uh toby mcguire was spotted arriving for costume fitting uh as spider-man 3 films so everybody's like seeing him out like he's getting himself measured for costume you know what i mean like is he in spider-man 3 or are the nice. are there are people over Overhyping it, you know what I mean? Because no, no, as no, soon no. as they, as soon as it was rumored that a multiverse was going to exist, they started following <laughs> Tobey Maguire again because nobody knew where the fuck he was. Like, <laughs> because
1: he, I, I, in my opinion, Tobey Maguire is not my favorite. He's not my he's favorite. My, he's my girlfriend's favorite, and I know he's a lot of people's favorite of the Spider-Man, and that's great. That's just adding. You know what? You
0: know what? Him. Like, I'm gonna say he is my. Uh, second favorite Spider-Man if you take away Spider-Man 3. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, take yeah, out yeah. Spider-Man 3 uh, with the with this whole cringe act, yeah, um, I would... We don't need to see...
1: What? We don't need to see Dark Maguire again.
0: Yeah, yeah. But so far, honestly, I haven't been really dissatisfied with any of the Spider-Man portrayals except for Spider-Man 3. Like, that that's literally the only one that I've been upset with. Like, all yeah, the other Spider-Mans, I really enjoyed them.
1: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I mean, I think Amazing Spider-Man 2 was really, like, the one that I did not like the most because of just how they portrayed Green Goblin. Oh,
0: no, just visually. I like that one visually. I like each one for their own reason, if you understand what I mean. But I really couldn't find any saving grace for Spider-Man 3 because they just, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Like
1: the, o- the only thing I can think of from Spider-Man 3 that I really enjoyed is Sandman the actor that played Sam and played him really well, and I enjoyed that.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Uh, There's uh, a meme that I had on my phone, and, like, it was, like, uh, it was everybody standing around, like, a table and, like, uh, with, with their fucking swords pulled out, the meme format, if you understand which one I'm talking about. Like... The format I yeah, did. yeah, yeah. Like, so in the middle, it said, uh, uh fighting against sand people like, and each one of the knights, like around there, like one of them said, uh, Spider-Man, you know, uh, one of them, one of them said, uh, uh, like Metallica, i think (laughs) like and then another one said george bush and like i just i absolutely lost it dude like (laughs) (laughs) because like it's just so many interpretations of the meme and then people kept adding them on so there was like a bunch of little ones in the background if you understand what i mean i'm just like naming the ones that popped out to me like but um anyway back to subject Oh, yeah. All Back of this to. has been adding up to the multiverse. Multiverse. Here, here. Wait, wait, wait. Multiverse! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to add that in Yo. there because like, it's so important. But yeah. um, the idea of introducing these coexisting universes to Spider-Man 3, uh, sure to be massive audience, could be the key to Marvel's next big event movie. The event being Secret Wars.
1: I want to talk about Secret Wars.
0: Before or after I read the information?
1: Uh, I mean, uh, you can read some of it, but I'm going to get really deep into Secret Wars because I know a, a fair amount about it.
0: All right. Secret Wars is a big concept from Marvel Comics, which we see heroes from several different universes being pulled together in a battle. They there have been several versions of the Secret War story. With the original calling from characters from the main Marvel universe being transported to Battle World, uh, a fight against a faction of villains, and the more recent Secret Wars, here uh, heroes and villains from different realities find themselves on Battle World. Uh, the latter version, uh, run written by Jonathan Hickman in 2015, has earned quite a bit of favor from fans and even Avengers Infinity. War and Endgame. It says directors Anthony Russo and Joe Russo have expressed interest in it being adapted to the big screen. Um, Ahead of mainstream audiences buying a ticket to see Secret Wars movie, they will have to be introduced to the idea of alternate universes. Avengers Endgame touched in on some theories and conversation uh, between the Ancient One and Bruce Banner. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home outright described the theory as a whole, but ultimately made Mysterio a liar and invalidated the theory just as quickly as it was introduced. Uh, WandaVision and Spider-Man 3, however, truly going to uh, introduce alternate worlds before Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness goes all all in. Yep. Why is this so important? Because Secret Wars can not only introduce new versions of heroes, both that we've met and that we have not on the big screen, Uh, However, Secret Wars can also pull from previous Marvel movie or TV franchises, taking its pick at characters and cast members and putting them on a big screen together once and for all. This is how Marvel answers Wong's question of, you wanted more in Avengers Endgame with yes. (laughs) So uh, that's, that's pretty exciting, but now you have some more information about Secret Wars that you think people should know. Well, okay, so you
1: really touched the topic on how Secret Wars is pretty much, like, how all these realities of all these different, uh, superheroes, not just, like, random superheroes, but superheroes are actually, like, alterations of the original superheroes you know, like Captain America or Iron Man.
0: Right, right, except, li- like, like, you could bring in Spider-Man 2099, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like no, you could bring him in, spider- and... Yeah. Go, no, spider- go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah, no, uh... Into the Spider-Verse really touches on that topic as it is set over a multiverse uh, platform. Like, not just platform, but uh, it's set over different universes. Uh, right,
0: like how you Spider-Man. get uh, Spider-Pig. <laughs> yeah,
1: Spider-Pig is a very fun one. <laughs> Spider-Pig, <laughs> Spider-Pig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Voiced by John Mulaney himself.
0: <laughs> I know, dude. I was like, I'm, I'm shook. They, they had such an A-plus quality cast for voice yeah. acting for that entire movie. They did so well.
1: Nick Cage would played Spider-Man Noir. You
0: know what? I don't even like Nick Cage all that much. Uh, and we'll talk about him in a little bit because he has something oh, yeah. coming up. But he, besides the point, I really enjoyed his character and it made me laugh.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the dialogue was very witty. But uh, on, back on The Secret Wars, it's all about these realities coming together. I think the original, if I want them to do this, so there's this enemy called the Beyonder, which is an alien from a distant galaxy or universe, like across the universe. In uh, the original reality, I guess, which is called Earth sixteen, no six one six, I think is what it is. Earth sixteen. And that's six where I—that's yeah. where all the original characters come from, which is Captain America, the Avengers, uh, Spider Man, Hulk, Thor, uh, those characters that you know and love, who have been adapted into the MCU. Um, they are tasked with fighting this guy called the Beyonder, who has powers that are beyond. They he can he is omniscient, he is omnipotent, he has pot, like he can bend reality at a whim, and he brings these characters into what you called battle world, which is basically where they just fight off against villains. Um so it's pretty much just for his own pleasure at Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I would hope to see the Beyonder. The Beyonder is such a weird and unique phantol uh, fantasil, uh fant- Fantastical fantastic. I can't think of the word. You know what? No, never mind. But, uh, he's such a unique character as if you look throughout the comics as I, I didn't read the comics, but I learned more about the character because I like just diving into this shit if I learn about it. All right. Um, he does not care if whoever dies dies. He doesn't care if they live. He just wants to see fights. He just wants to see action. He wants to see things that no one else has seen before. Basically, right. it's like a meta fan trying to create these fights between characters that they've always wanted to see
0: yeah pretty much like so they they could literally choose from like you know marvel tv universes and bring people in from that you know what i mean like that
1: gets me a little excited because there's the netflix series of uh marvel stuff which i know you have not seen but uh you have the daredevil which is a
0: well i watch punisher like
1: oh yeah Punisher's great but i highly recommend daredevil I, I watched the first season
0: that... and a half of Daredevil, and then I stopped watching. I don't know why. I just stopped.
1: No, Daredevil... I mean, the first season is a little in, but the second season is great, and the third season is so, so And I've big. seen some of but Luke
0: Cage too, so...
1: Luke Cage is pretty good, although the second season Iron Fist is okay. Jessica Jones isn't even that bad, but that'd be cool. Like, they could bring in those characters to, to the MCU if they Right. Could, or something like that. What if they brought... What if they brought back Ben Affleck's dirt?
0: Stop. <laughs> like, literally, stop. I don't want Over to talk Grace about that. Hope for Grace's Venom. <laughs> stop.
1: Uh, or or uh, the fan stick movie with Michael B. Jordan and Miles uh, Teller.
0: You said fan stick
1: <laughs> Because that's what it is. It's its fan stick Fan, yeah it's fans stick because what they did with the, the thing is they changed the a in fantastic to a four oh yeah that, that's how you did you ever see that i saw that in trailers the the I title
0: the no no i didn't see the like the title logo thing that you're talking about but i get it now i get
1: it yeah did you ever see the movie though
0: that that one no
1: the movie is hot shit. I watched that in theaters and I hated it so much. (laughs) If you watch the trailer, they took out pretty much 90% of what was in the trailer. Um, So, yeah, that movie was not good at all. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I hope they... uh, I hope we get a good Fantastic Four movie at some point. Now that it's under uh, Marvel uh and marvel disney we'll see so right but yeah this is exciting. i really I think
0: that they should go with secret wars because i think a lot of people would enjoy that oh, uh, i would enjoy it so much you so, know th- this is speculation this isn't guaranteed this is just a you know prediction that i'm like uh that's why i decided to choose this because i agree with this prediction essentially
1: oh i love it uh, they could bring in so many different characters. Like uh, one of my favorites of the of the alternate Thors is Beta Ray Bill. Um, he's an alien. Uh, he was actually kind of teased in Ragnarok as like a a, a statue. Um, right. But uh, he is just an alien that ha able to wield Mjolnir. Um, and Beta Ray Bill is just loved by a bunch of people. Then you can also have the female Iron Man. You could have. A bunch of the Spider-Mans if you wanted, but I feel like they're just going to do that with uh, Spider-Man 3. That's exactly what they're doing. Um, You could have... uh, I I mean, I could go on and on and on about the different characters and stuff. There's just so many. Yeah. Uh, What if they brought in Sentry?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh. (laughs) I'm not sure if that would be beneficial for either side.
1: No, it, it wouldn't, because he's, like, semi-psychotic.
0: I know, that's what um, I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think it just, would be beneficial for either side if they brought Sentry into the game. But kind uh, like it would be cool to down. see. It would be cool to see, that's for he, sure. He, with yeah, Vision gone. He, yeah, <laughs> he, would float, he would
1: just float Ooh, what if they
0: brought the Vision back?
1: That would be unique. I wonder if they're doing that with WandaVision. Like, they're, they're she's going to pull, like... Him from another reality. From
0: another reality, from the, right?
1: Or the reality that she created. So she basically creates a stem of vision from her consciousness. Because in the store, in the comics, Vision and, uh, and Scarlet Witch actually have children, but they come from uh, Scarlet Witch's consciousness.
0: Interesting. Uh,
1: yeah, it's a, it's very, it's very weird and mind-bending. But that's what WandaVision is hoping to. Illuminate 2, which I am excited for that as well. I'm just saying, I don't think Secret Wars is going to come out anytime soon. Oh, no, happens. this
0: is a five year plan. <laughs> this is
1: like a five to five, ten year plan, at least. Yeah. So.
0: I don't necessarily know about ten years, but probably about five if they're going to do it. Like.
1: We'll see. Uh, if, the, if the Russo brothers are directing it, then that's just going to make it even better because they've made some. They've, they've made Infinity War and Endgame and Winter Soldier and civil war
0: made juice, yeah they've got the juice
1: they've got the juice they've got the style they've got, <laughs> they've got, they've got the got, sauce yeah they got they got
0: the spice melange <laughs> stop <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about that later too but uh uh moving on past the spider-man stuff as exciting as that was i could talk about that for the rest of the night but uh Zach's uh, movie here, uh, Monster Hunter, that he put in for that I had no idea existed until he told me, um, its date got moved up, so it's not gonna, it's probably because it has to compete with fucking Wonder Woman 84, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and it would have fucking just died, <laughs> like, actually, like, it, it would have succeeded, yeah, yeah, it Much would no just go ahead. straight, I, I almost said straight to VHS, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> let me flex my <laughs> age on you, <laughs> but uh yeah it got moved from the 25th to the 18th so expect it a week earlier but uh the change comes on the heels of the film's backlash in china which leads me into this next uh i don't know if i want to call this an article i think it's more like a misunderstanding you know what i mean it's a
1: very deterring article about i what i believe to be a misunderstanding between the writers and just china um culture
0: chinese culture and translation yeah
1: yeah 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 so it got translated
0: different than what was in the uh american movies and then yeah like the culture difference between the jokes so uh was the joke the the joke in my opinion wasn't that bad Like, somebody may have taken offense to it, but, um, early in the day on Friday, a short clip of the offending passage seemingly shot in a cinema by cell phone circulated on Chinese social media. It appears to have sparked outrage due to the subtitles and uh, an unspoken inferred subtext that would likely have been lost to those who only know Chinese or English, but not both. So, uh, in the, in the scene, a white male character and an uh, Asian character, played by, uh, Jin, are driving together at high speed. What, says the former? Look at my knees, shouts Jin. What kind of knees are these? Asks his companion. Chinese, jokes Jin, punning on the word's last sil- syllable. So, yeah. like, haha, like it was a little pun. You know what I mean? Like, I don't All think right. he meant hate hatred by it. You know what I mean? But, uh, the, it's a, so th- some might view this as camaraderie and banter over a bad pun. Chinese viewers were incensed after the exchange was interpreted as a reference to an old racist schoolyard rhyme, insulting Asians, uh, the Chinese, Japanese dirty knees. Look at these, uh, where they, it's accompanied by knee slaps and, uh, slant eye judge gestures. Which is racist, you know what I mean? Like, that that's blatantly racist, but that's not what was said in the English version. That's what was translated in Chinese. So, uh, the interpretation was subtly propelled forward by the Chinese subtitles to localize the joke. Translators made the dialogue a reference to the Chinese colloquialism about how men must have dignity and not kneel down easily. Men have gold under their knees and only kneel to the heavens and their mother. The saying goes in rough translation, implying that any time a man kneels, it should be on an occasion precious as gold. Uh, the inference of the of a connection to the racist rhyme from the word knees in Chinese, uh, combined with the subtitles phrasing about kneeling down, appears to have made many patriotic young viewers believe that the moment in English must be an obvious insult. Uh, worse, many feel that the translation, which swaps and references... Uh, to gold and makes no mention of Chinese was a deliberate cover up of the offense. Okay.
1: So. So, I believe it's just a miscommunication. The writers just created a joke for a person of Chinese uh, not Chinese but Asian descent to create that. I don't even think they changed
0: the American version. I think they just left that alone and changed the, the the subtitles for the Chinese version.
1: It sounds like it, yeah. Because like I there, it was
0: it it got lost in translation quite literally. So. Yeah.
1: But then these people like there's people that are writing negative reviews about this. Like this thing is being review bombed heavily in China because of. Oh the yeah,
0: China. yeah, it's bad. And, like people are and, going to the video games uh, um like page on like stores and whatnot and rating the video game uh, on like a one star or a no star because of the movie.
1: But that's not even... Okay, the movie is not particularly tied to the video game. It's not. It's think, not. Like, it's, that's
0: what I'm saying. Not. But Captain people M- are just mad, so they just want to destroy it. Like, when yeah, it was no. a honest-to-God accident.
1: It, it more than likely was. And Captain has no, like, official... Not rights, because they own Monster Hunter, uh, these franchises and stuff like that. But they are not in control of the movie. They gave the rights to make the movie but they are not directly in control of the movie.
0: Right, exactly. Uh,
1: that's also saying, like, there's this negative reviewer in, that wrote uh, this, and it says, Capcom is dead to me, while another wrote in English, I don't recommend this game just because of its movie racism. So they're saying, don't play any of the games because the movie is racist. And that's just not fair. That's not fair to the company who makes these very well put together I games. mean, life
0: isn't fair, you know what I mean? Like, people aren't going to go see the new Aquaman because Amber Heard is a fuck-up. Like yeah. poor Jason Momoa, what did he do? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know.
1: It's, it's it's just bad. It's every cancel culture. Like this also stems into cancel culture.
0: Yeah, just, exactly. And as you, know, you guys know, uh, we hate cancel culture. <laughs> cancel
1: culture sucks. Cancel cancel culture. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, moving on off of that sourpuss ass note. Uh True Blood is getting rebooted by Riverdale evil genius Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. So, uh yeah. yeah, like that's exciting cuz one I love Riverdale, you know, like yay. But not only yeah. did the Roberto Sarcasa bring us uh Riverdale, he brought us Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and Katie Keene. Nice. So, uh so- at this time, none of the show's original cast is attached to return, so why we not may see? Uh, so we may not see Anna Paquin come to be Sookie Stackhouse. We could get a vampire played by Cole Sprouse, <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Like I'm totally down with that. Like he'd be like Sookie, and I'd be like Whoa! <laughs> like the direction on the first True Blood was a little weird. Like not gonna lie at all.
1: I Blood. did not watch it, but I know. My I watched mom most watched all of it. it. Yeah, I know my mom watched it, and I think KD might have
0: watched it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like rated R. Like, I used to get so uncomfortable when I would walk in the room my parents were watching it because, like, every two seconds there was like a vampire fucking somebody. Like, <laughs> like I'm not kidding. But uh, then I watched it on my yeah. own, and the show's actually not bad. It's like werewolves and vampires, of course. Yeah.
1: But, uh, not too bad. But, uh, we got this
0: next article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the last one that we have here before break is, uh, that Nicolas Cage has a new Netflix show. Earlier I said I was going to talk about Nicolas Cage, so here he is. Um, History of Swear Words. And it does exactly what you think it does. (laughs) So, uh, he's going to go over the history of swear words it's the name of the show so uh i looked it up it might be in this article actually but it includes the it's only like f- six or seven uh episodes oh, I, I found it oh uh, yeah there it is um it includes fuck shit bitch dick pussy and damn yeah, yeah so uh,
1: man.
0: he looks good in the beard though
1: yeah, no not too bad. Uh he's no, back bad. to his old uh old self, yeah. It, it looks it looks like it looks like a uh National Treasure 3 teaser.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But uh We're here to I, steal I the w- definition of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: god oh, um, i know but yeah no i don't know it doesn't doesn't say when this will be released oh yeah words will drop january uh 5th of 2021 and all of the episodes are like 20 minute episodes
0: yeah so they're like relatively short but i'm sure we'll get more because there's tons of cuss words oh but season two better include cunt <laughs> it,
1: yeah oh yeah yeah include that one uh, the likes of Jim Jeffries, Nick Offerman, and Silver's Sarah Silverman are also guest stars.
0: Well, yeah, like Sarah Silverman's favorite word is like "pussy" or "fuck." Yeah. One of the uh, one of those two, though those two, yeah. it, "fuck" is her favorite word, if I'm not mistaken. But um, yeah, but, yeah, uh, no, I'll watch it. I'll, yeah, me I'll too. I'll definitely yeah. enjoy that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in uh, in order. In order to, uh, you know, promote advertisement on our channel, we're going to take a small short break. If you hear our advertisement, you do. If you don't, you don't. We'll be back in a second. And welcome back, guys. Thank you for listening thus far. Why don't we hop right into our next news story? Yeah. Yeah. And that one is... Oh, YouTube Gaming's 2020 review shows which games were watched the most.
1: And I bet I can guess them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So one of them is pretty obvious, you know. So top overall games watched in 2020 was uh, Minecraft. Warzone. Warzone.
1: Minecraft, Warzone, Fortnite, uh, Fall Guys, uh, Among Us. I i don't know what actually is on this list, but...
0: Uh, uh, so, oh, Minecraft uh, at 201 billion views, Roblox at 75 billion views. So, literally, the second place is uh, more than double what the first place is and views God damn. yeah uh garena free fire which i've never even heard of uh 72 billion views uh grand theft auto 5 70 billion views and fortnite 67 billion views those are the top five well,
1: i got two out of five right yeah. um As... not that great but...
0: so <laughs> so the two uh the, the five top li- live games watched in 2020 will be minecraft garena free fire Fortnite, Grand Theft Auto 5, and the only thing that's changed between the first list and the second list is that they added PUBG Mobile.
1: What is Grand Free Fire?
0: That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the hell it is, but it was one of the top watched games in 2020. So, okay. you know.
1: I need to know what this is. What? What is this? What are you? <laughs> I don't know what this is. I think this is like a mobile
0: game. It sounds like it.
1: I don't, I don't know. It seems like a PUBG uh rip I don't know what it is. I might be I might be digging on a, a people that actually like play it and I'm sorry. I don't know about the game. Uh, I would have to look more. <coughs> <for that. clears throat>
0: Garena Free Fire is a battle royale game developed by 111. Studios and published by Garena for Android and iOS. It became the most downloaded mobile game globally in 2019 due to its popularity. The game received the award for the best popular vote game by the Google Play Store in 2019. Hmm. Okay, yeah. So it's literally a battle royale game. It's Fortnite. Yeah. Okay.
1: Like Fortnite on your
0: phone. Yeah. So that's cool.
1: But but speaking of another battle royale, um. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Warzone Season One is going to be delayed by, but only by like six days. Um, not too bad. So, yeah, not, not like Cyber so Cyberpunk. Has, <laughs> it's bad. Well, Cyber, yeah, no, but luckily Cyberpunk is coming out tomorrow. So, Activision has delayed its Season One update for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and Call of Duty Warzone. The update, of which was originally scheduled for tomorrow, uh, December tenth, but has been pushed back to December sixteenth.
0: 15. So not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. I still haven't bought the game because I'm still obsessed with uh, <laughs> Call words Oh my god, I almost said Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which I am. I'm still like constantly playing that. I play about probably twenty games a week, something like that, for like a couple hours, that's, like maybe twice a week. You know what I mean? That's not too bad. Yeah, no, um, not bad. And like, but, the games are only uh, 10 minutes apiece, so what, I play about four or five hours of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, uh, on, to, uh, but on this uh, thing, they say more. Uh, it's an unprecedented amount of free content, and the teams are currently prepping for the biggest Season 1 launch we, week we've ever seen. Uh, for this to occur, we're taking a few more days to finalize everything before unleashing this massive drop of new free content to the community. This update will bring a new Warzone map and mode with more than 30 new Black Ops Cold War weapons, uh, a new Gulag experience, and other new maps and modes. As for Black Ops Cold War itself, players should expect new multiplayer maps, modes, and playlists, and a new fire team map. All right. So, yeah. And uh, alongside that, there's new zombie modes, challenges, and full cross title launch of the seasonal prestige system. Uh, ahead of December sixteenth, Treyarch is turning on the double XP and double weapon XP weekend in Black Ops Cold War. Uh, it doesn't really say much about Warzone. I think Warzone is getting
0: uh, updated map.
1: Yeah, updated map. That's but it, they're focusing on Cold War as as of right
0: now. Well, yeah. Like it, it's known that they just really drop all their support for uh the previous games once the new game comes out. It's sad. True. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, that is pretty sad. Um Yeah.
1: But on talking about another company that is kind of in hot water, uh, is Nintendo. Which usually you think, Oh Nintendo, they're nice, they're Family-friendly stuff like that—they make pretty fun games that child, every child, children would like. Uh, but they're kind of in hot water right now.
0: What they do? Uh, there's
1: while well, hashtag free melee has been trending on Twitter, um, and why Smash Bros. players are so mad at Nintendo is the article title. Nintendo canceled a Smash Bros. Uh, Super Smash Bros. event in November, which has many repercussions throughout the community, and. Here's why people are so mad this year. it has been full of surprises, including the fact that Nintendo has seemingly set itself up as the biggest gaming villain in 2020. A Smash Bros cancellation controversy pivoted and pivoted the company into villain status last month as hashtag free melee began trending on sites like Twitter. since then it only has gotten worse for Nintendo and this is why people are mad in November. Nintendo ordered a cease and desist order against Big House, which is a annual fan Smash Bros. competition. And Big House is hosting the event remotely uh, due to safety measures of COVID, uh, and Nintendo ordered a cease and desist response to Big House using a mod known as Slippy to host its Melee tournaments remotely. Uh, Melee is the second iteration of Smash Bros., and I know lots of people still like to compete for like, competitive stuff and that. So, <laughs> they pretty much just like made a cease and desist order against it, just to get rid of it, pretty much. Nintendo's action was seen as both negligent and even hostile towards the Smash Bros. community, and it's only gotten worse. And a an anonymous source posted on Thread Online detailing the multiple ways Nintendo has kept, actively kept Smash Bros. from becoming a viable competitive esports.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. <clears throat> Just because they wanted the money from it, pretty much. That's all that pretty says much. to me. Like, you don't file a fucking cease and desist for no reason.
1: Mm-hmm. This is There's a lot more to this, too. Like, since then, Nintendo has started targeting Smash modders on YouTube and having their videos removed completely. Like, they're they're trying to destroyed mods for smash which sucks because i have played mods modded smash like a while ago and i had a great time with it it was fun
0: i've played Um, modded smash as well
1: yeah it's a unique experience so like i can understand people getting mad about them canceling these tournaments and stuff like that for uh even for like melee which there is hard to even like emulate onto a like a tournament server based system so having a mod that helps that really makes it easier, but they, they basically just shut that down. So, yeah. It, it, it's just a bad, it's bad. It looks bad for them.
0: Yeah, yeah. It would look bad for any company.
1: Yeah, like they also, uh, in in December, like just recently, Nintendo announced its Splatoon 2 open tournament stream, and then promptly cancelled it in retaliation to teams using hashtag free, free melee related memes. <laughs> salty much yeah. i know so like this is a pr nightmare for nintendo um they haven't at least said anything but we'll see uh,
0: i don't know yeah they'd be smart if they didn't because you're gonna have fucking millions of people jumping down your fucking throat i know
1: so. it's just not gonna be good yeah uh but uh in lighter news of video game things, uh, this is more of the Xbox community. I'll I'd like to take care. I'll take care of the Xbox stuff since I grew up with it. And Halo is a big thing about Xbox. It's like a staple of the Xbox. Um, and Halo Infinite is set to release for Fall twenty twenty one. They have their first m- multiplayer map revealed, and they just revealed uh, these in game uh, screenshots of renders of the graphics and stuff, and the graphics look beautiful. Uh, much better what they did from the, la- uh, from the summer's uh, uh, trailer of the gameplay. Which I enjoyed the trailer. I thought it was cool, because I see what they're doing. They're making a open world-esque Halo game, and I love open world games, and I do enjoy the Halo se- series, so if they do this right, they could make a really good game. But... Uh, they just announced that Halo Infinite will ship fall 2021, uh, 343 Industries, who was behind it, uh, revealed further details on certain aspects of Halo Infinite, including graphics, art, and customization. Uh, they were going to release it with the Xbox Series X, but they were unable to meet the timeframe because of COVID, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, uh, at least it gives it time to release, uh. In this uh, article, I that I'll link into the uh, Discord. um, They, or you could just look it up yourself. These pictures are really, really nice. Like, uh, if you get them actually full screen and shit, uh, they are really well done. And I'm I'm excited that they really took their time in trying to update the graphics. From what they did uh, in the summer trailer of the game during the game awards um, stuff. Let's see. Uh, Halo will celebrate its 20th anniversary on November 15th, 2021. Um, Something 343 head Bonnie Ross highlighted in a tweet. So I think they're going to try to coincide maybe the release of Halo Infinite with the 20th anniversary of the Halo series. Um, So that should be fun. Um, This thing goes on. This is a very big article. Like It talks about the graphics and art improvement from what they did. I just want to know what the flood looks like. (laughs) <laughs> oh, the Flood? I I don't know. I really would love to see it because uh they got a heavily updated in Halo Wars 2 in like cinema because Halo Wars 2 is, is a pretty big cinematography. I game like did the, the gameplay is basically just kind of like uh you control uh units and you send them to go uh destroy things. Um and try to progress through the game and stuff like that. I can't think of I I can't think of a game like it because I haven't played games much like that. Um, but I'm pretty sure there are people that are just screaming at me right now about it. Um, but the, tra- the, uh, the cutscenes are very, very well done cutscenes. Um, and they had the flood in Halo Wars 2, which is the most recent. It came out in like 2018 or something like that. Um, and the flood looked beautiful. So
0: They I... aren't supposed to look beautiful in no play.
1: <laughs> they look, I know what they you mean very well they look very well done like they look beautiful but horrifying at the same time
0: good that's um, exactly so what
1: I wanted to hear I know so I'm like i'm excited because in Halo infinite it seems like they're basically taking all of the halo games all of like where this the places and whatnot and just creating a universe of all those games mashed into one right so which which should be it should be cool and I think you know that, what I think on?
0: would be really cool uh yeah. a super like technicolor looking top down halo game
1: oh yeah, that'd be dope
0: where like kind of, and it, and it I kind of flash back to the to the old call of duty game that was inside of the game uh yeah do you know which uh, one I'm talking arcade. about So zombie, zombie arcade, arcade? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like that, but uh, Halo-themed. That'd be cool. Like, with levels levels and stuff like that. I feel like that would be really cool, and I'd play it. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, so this is going to be released. Uh, This article goes on a lot. It actually shows the pictures and stuff like that that they have. It shows the the nine minutes of campaign reveal that they did at the Game Awards in summer. Um, So, yeah, I mean... Uh I'm excited because I I played Halo all of them and it was something I grew up with so uh I'll definitely play it when it comes out. Um and it's just good to know that it, it it it's just good to know that they're actually taking care of all the the issues that they had with when they showed it. Um like just like the the graphics and does stuff. Does like Bungie that. still do Halo? Bungie does not. Bungie was uh gave Uh, Halo after Halo Reach to 343, who helped work on Halo Reach. They, from there, Halo has... They did Halo 4, Halo 5, um, and Halo 2. And they've done a bunch of other things. Halo 4, Halo 5 is... Multiplayer is good. Story is shit. Um, Halo Infinite seems like a different game to me. And I'm I'm excited to see what more it's going to come from because it looks like they're actually taking their time and trying to make this a game that the fans of the series would want to come back to.
0: Yeah. So, but um uh, I mean, like moving... I only bring up Bungie because like everybody knows that like Destiny is kind of like Halo's uh baby yeah. predecessor. Predecessor. Um, uh, yeah. Cousin. Cousin. <laughs> cousin cousin yeah essentially uh. <clears throat> <clears throat> but they've been doing really good by the games uh, yeah. just take, it just takes time it takes time to get used like because 343
1: were, helped work on uh, Reach which Reach was one of my favorite games uh, as a child um, and uh, then they worked on but they never worked on the Halo games alone uh, without Bungie, so they had a hard. I guess they had a hard time with Halo Four, of course, and then Halo Five was a bit. I
0: big. see. Bit I grew draft. up.
1: Uh, it just takes time to develop. Like with uh, Destiny, Destiny Two developed over updates and stuff like that, expansions, so they got better with it. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: But. Uh, now, um, yeah, I mean that's that's it for that that part. I actually ha- have something about uh, Bioware. Uh, so yeah, Bioware, who has created like Mass Effect series, uh, the ever uh, bad uh, bad start, uh, whatever you want to call it, Anthem that game. Um, so Bioware boss and Mass Effect co-creator Casey Hudson is leaving for the second time. Uh, <laughs> Hudson has spent nearly 20 years at the Knights of Old Republic developer across two stints, uh, the most recent of which began in 2017 when he rejoined after a period at Microsoft. So he left, um, and then he came back in 2017, now he's left again. Interesting. Yep, the executive was brought, brought into lead Bioware during the challenging period of Anthem's development. The game which released into universally poor reception last year. Ago. Yeah, it did it really
0: bad. Sad. Like, really it bad. Did,
1: it did really bad. I was excited for it when it was teased. I was like, please do not be a failure. And it was. And that, See, made, that made me I sad.
0: I was feeling the exact same way about Godfall, and then I read the uh, reviews. Oh, are the reviews bad for it? Very. Uh, I shit. know okay. it's a beautiful game, but they said it has no substance.
1: That sucks. Yeah. Uh, I know. But, uh, here we. There's more into this earlier this year. BioWare showed the first look at Drag- Dragon Age 4, uh, and just l- last month, it announced a Mass Effect Remaster Collection and a fourth installment. In a statement published by on the BuyerWare website, husband Hudson said that he had decided to explore new creative ventures that would be more personal to him. So basically, he's just leaving because he just decided he's just done with the company and he wants to do new things.
0: Yeah, he'll probably get yeah. picked up by another company.
1: Exactly. Um, And also, another thing that happened too with Bioware is Mark Dara, the executive producer for Dragon Age, will also be retiring from the studio. The company has announced. Dara is a 20-year veteran of Bioware, having led programming for the Baldur's Gate games, directed Sonic Chronicles, and executive produced the Dragon Age series.
0: That's quite a resume.
1: I know. And they're just now making Dragon Age 4, and he is retiring.
0: Wow. Before it comes out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, that's some pretty pretty big news, you know?
1: Yeah, BioWare is, is uh, not looking good. That's all I can say. After EA kind of picked them up, it definitely is not
0: doing too well. EA Sports don't play my game. <laughs> e- I A
1: bye. <laughs> EA
0: <laughs> don't play my game.
1: Don't play my game.
0: Yeah. But well, moving on, you know we got another one down here. But a oh, new yeah. upcoming game, Cyberpunk 2077. What? So,
1: it's a game that's been in the works for like seven plus years. You've heard us talk about I it. I know. It's I've been mean, I mean, since I saw this trailer back in 2013 for it and i remember at the end it said it will come out when it's ready and i was like ooh okay how long will that take till
0: 2077 <laughs> In retrospect oh, yeah. memes, uh literally the in 7 2077,
1: 2077. 7 comes out tomorrow
0: um yeah if New they december. don't if they don't Let's push it off the... <laughs> yeah they don't meet no, till we'll see yeah
1: no, we'll, we'll see the december cyberpunk 2077 download size clock set in over at 100 gigs on the playstation 4 and playstation 5 that's a lot of damage um not really but still uh as we said in our cyberpunk 2077 review this is from games radar cd project red's latest is a massive open-ended rpg and as one Reddit user discovered when preloading the game on PlayStation 4, it's got a massive 102 gig download to match.
0: Why do they keep saying that it's massive when it's becoming the new standard that games are over know, 100 gigs? Like, oh, it's hefty. And I'm like, no, no, this is a good-sized game, yes, but it's not the biggest one I've ever seen. Like,
1: I think 100 gig games are not as common yet so it's still something that's new but it is something that's going to be more prevalent as time goes on
0: you know the game's um, going to have some quality content when it has over 100 gigs
1: oh yeah there's so a download much, so much shit but uh how much was miles morales
0: it, do you think oh, i
1: don't know man um you might need to look that up uh but I'm still talking about it uh, it's worth noting that this is just the download size. The actual hard drive footprint could be slightly smaller, or it could be deal a good deal larger, depending on a few factors. Most notably, the day one patch for the game. So it is getting a day one patch for the game because uh, the testers found bugs, and that's going to happen. I'm probably not going to get it until Christmas, so we'll see. Um, but uh, it's going to be smaller on Xbox. Uh, I think it's just because of how the compression is. But um, PlayStation is just going to be larger, uh, so that's the, the ultimate Cyberpunk edition game.
0: of Miles Morales was 105 gigabytes.
1: God damn! Jesus,
0: I'm sure that includes God. all the updates and everything, though, because oh, cool. it was there was a lot of math, and it was like so. All in all, 105 gig, and I was like, jeez. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, if you yeah. want these AAA studio games with these AAA studio graphics, you're gonna have to pay for the memory.
1: <laughs> I have one. I have a one terabyte extra, so I actually have two terabytes of memory on my Xbox. So yeah. that works out. <coughs> um,
0: Excuse me, fam.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven comes out tomorrow. Um, it comes probably out at midnight tonight, actually. Um and people are gonna be buying it and playing it instantly and stuff like that. I already know I already heard it has good reviews, but I haven't heard about the audience reviews of it. I'm gonna we're gonna see tomorrow. I'm going to play it anyways, because I've been waiting for it and it just looks like it's right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll move it on to the next thing. Uh, today, I've been talking about Destiny 2 a little bit, because I was thinking about getting back into Destiny 2 for this single-handed reason. Uh, Destiny 2 is to receive a uh, much-requested feature in 2021, and you know what that is? Bungie's finally supplying us with crossplay. Really? Yes, cross-play. So, uh, I
1: have Destiny 2. I could play with you.
0: I know, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like... everybody picked up that game but nobody played that game (laughs) you know what i mean like it it was just one of those ones that was so shit right out the box but has since then improved exponentially you know yeah so yeah no but that's pretty exciting so my p be able to be playing with my pc peeps you know uh some some of my xbox players uh my playstation players you know, like, all of them are coming together. Maybe even Nintendo Switch, we'll see. You never know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, you know, like, it's not even becoming a joke because the Switch is a pretty reliable uh, console at this point, you know. No, a lot yeah. of people have been um, making games for Switch.
1: I've been wanting to get one. Me and Katie might uh, share and like, paying for one and grabbing it. Um, so, yeah, that should be good.
0: Yeah, no, um, definitely. No,
1: we're, I'll pro. I still have Destiny two. I can. I don't think I. I, I,
0: think I, I haven't have put that stuff in stuff. my fucking machine in like years, literally. So as soon as I put it in, I'm gonna be hit with a minimum twenty gig download. Oh yeah, it's
1: gonna be bad. It's gonna be like, <laughs> you're just gonna hear your uh your PlayStation four just turn into a jet engine.
0: But <laughs> you know what? Like things. that's people who don't blow like out their fucking uh. Like, hard drives and stuff like that. Because I'll just stick a fucking... uh, Fucking can of air up in there... And just blow dust straight out the other side. Because... That's what I do. I am not the one. You know? I take care of my electronics. Which, speaking of, I have to... Actually take care of my PC. Because... The little mat on the top is full of dust. And I just gotta... Take a can of air and go through there. With the parts... Out. moving on <laughs> off subject, yeah. but moving on.
1: Oh moving on to something that I found out about yeah uh, it's about the HBO Max thing with Warner Bros bringing uh movies. To so HBO did
0: we talk Max about that Game last One. week? May I add? Yeah, we did. okay, okay, like because sometimes like I just don't know if I'm saying things to you or if I'm like actually putting them up here. You understand what I, I mean? It's- It gets a little
1: hard, since we've done this so many times, it gets a little hard to keep track. Yeah. But um, Legendary Pictures reportedly is very unhappy about Warner Bros.' decision to bring Godzilla vs. Kong to HBO Max as well as Doom. So... Yeah, Warner, okay, so like, this was just last week. Uh, HBO Max, uh, and actually no, Warner Bros. itself made a very, very big announcement. It said, okay, for the next, uh, I think it's 21 movies or something like that. Um, right. Yeah, the next 21 movies that come out, uh, starting with Wonder Woman 1984, uh, they're, when they get released in theaters, they're also going to be released on HBO Max free of the subscriber charge uh, for you to watch for a month which is awesome, but, like, the thing with that is that they didn't actually tell the companies, the production companies, the people who have put in the money and stuff like that, the actors, the directors... Not like they really the have producers. to because
0: they're a giant corporation and they own everything. Know. You know what I mean? I so they, didn't,
1: they didn't. They just made the announcement. So they didn't tell them anything like this, and this is, this is a move that's going to take money away from people. Now, I don't see this as a big issue, but a lot of people see this as a big issue. Like people in the corporation of Hollywood and stuff like that see this as a big issue. Because it's just money. Be, gonna Are they go greedy?
0: Because the- <laughs> it really yeah. sounds like the greed is piling in. Yeah. I just want to watch Dune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: me too. Uh, and just, like, this is so. And Sarnoff's chair and CEO of Warner Media Studios Network Groups said in the statement last week, "No one wants films back on the big screen more than we do. We know new content is the lifeblood of theatrical ex- exhibition, but we have to balance this with the reality of what most theaters in the U.S. will likely operate at reduced capacity throughout 2021." With this unique one-year plan, we can support our partners in exhibition with steady pipeline of world-class films while also giving moviegoers who may not have access to theaters or aren't quite ready to go back to the movies the chance to see our amazing 2021 films. So it's just a move to help the consumer watch the movies.
0: Well, yeah, like,
1: leisure if they want.
0: I was honestly surprised when Warner Brothers said they were releasing them at no extra charge to HBO Max. Like, that really just excited me, like, because they could have really just killed us at home, you know, and made us pay, like, $30 or some shit like that, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, oh, Mulan, Mulan Lunch, Disney Plus, huh?
0: Yeah, by the way, I watched Mulan, alright, like, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, I actually teared up a little bit. It was a good fucking movie.
1: I have not seen it. Is it free now?
0: Yep, it's free now. I watched it a few days ago, like, when it came out.
1: Okay, I will watch it with Katie then.
0: Yes, um, it was very good. Make sure you tell Katie to watch. I will.
1: Um, and this is, so I'm hearing that legendary entertainment, this is something from Mike J. Uh, Fleming Jr. explains on Deadline this morning. I'm hearing that legendary entertainment either has or will send a illegal letters to Warner Bros. as soon as today, challenging the decision to put the Dennis uh, venue-directed Dune into the HBO Max deal, and maybe Godzilla's con, con as well. So, legendary has already decided to send legal letters that's to that's because those. these Tell
0: movies you. are movies that they've spent over two hundred million dollars for production on each one yeah. of them individually, yeah, like I'm the telling legendary.
1: you yeah, legendary and its partners provided seventy five percent of the hundred and sixty five million or so net budget of doom that's uh, the budget
0: for the movie, not paying the actors
1: I know, yeah like. <laughs> It put up a similar amount of the funding on the Godzilla vs. Kong film. Um, basically, this it's just... it And there's more stuff about this. Like, Christopher Nolan came out and said uh, he, he rips on HBO Max as the worst streaming service and announces Warner Bros. plan. Um, so, yeah, he does not like HBO Max, and he feels like it's an insult on the Hollywood industry, um, him being the big director as he is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: whatever. Just because he's not being on the big screen and he's on a smaller screen doesn't make it more or less important. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Here, I'm going to read what he said. Warner Bros. has an incredible machine for getting a filmmaker's work out everywhere, both in theaters and in home, and they're dismantling it as we speak. They don't even understand what they're losing. Their decision makes no economic sense and even most casual Wall Street investors can see the difference between disruption and dysfunction. I disagree with it. It's for the consumers. It's so that they can see it at their own leisure without the risk of being infected during this trying time.
0: So shut the fuck up. Fuck you, Christopher Nolan. I'm like... We should add that to the title. (laughs) F yeah. you, Christopher um, Nolan.
1: <laughs> it's it's a bad. I I get why it's a bad thing. If even if they didn't tell them, Warner's has made a great mistakes so as one of the top talent. Never has seen as many people so upset with one entity, all that stuff. Uh, like it. They didn't tell anybody, and that's their. It's their choice. They they can choose. Uh, right now, uh, HBO launched, uh, HBO Max launched with uh 8.6 million activated subscribers so far which is a pretty low for uh streaming services but it is gonna grow over time i i bet um with all the shit that is coming out on it and how much good stuff like i if if you don't have it and if you're looking for something to pick up as a streaming service um
0: Pick definitely up. HBO
1: Max. Pick up yeah,
0: HBO definitely. Max. I've been saying this yeah, since definitely. I got it, like, a couple of months ago. Like, even before. I told people to get it when they were running the deal that where they were charging the same amount for, like, the HBO Go app as they were yeah. for this. Because now I'm locked in for a whole year at the HBO Go price, but I'm paying for HBO Max.
1: Well, I didn't do that uh, just because I didn't have enough money at the time. Uh, now I do, so... I have it at original price, but that is okay. Um, it's worth it. I know, it is It is very worth it. They have so many good things. Even if you don't like superhero movies or anything, they don't even have that. They have so many good dramas. They have all the HBO stuff. Game of Thrones is, is a big one, for example. Uh... If you haven't even seen that, I mean, that's such a prolific thing of HBO. Uh, they have some very good drama, dramatic shows. They have some very good fantasy shows. Uh, the movies on there are all old movies, new movies that just came out, stuff like that. Like, it's it's good. Yeah. you You can get cartoons on there, too, if you want to watch those. So, like, also a plus. You're right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so while we're talking about uh, HBO Max and Warner Brothers, <coughs> excuse me. Um. Yeah, no, I'm all good. Just, uh, I'm just, just gonna, gonna like list... I'm just gonna list off... Uh, it, this is uh, every new Warner Brothers movie. You said there were 21. I only counted 18. Whatever. Oh, okay. That's uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat, January 15th, 2021 um the little things january 29 2021 and it's about a burn like I- i'm only going to go over the descriptions of the ones that people may not understand you know what i mean mortal Kombat talk says everything for itself you know what i mean like oh yeah yeah you- i don't need to tell you any information about that either you're going to go watch it or you're not either you like mortal Kombat or you don't besides the point the Little Things January 29th, 2021, a burned out deputy sheriff with an eye for detail teams with a detective to reel in a wi- to reel in a wily serial killer. It's a Denzel Washington movie. So, if you love Denzel Washington? Go see the shit. Uh Tom and Jerry, March 5th, 2021. I don't necessarily know if this is live action or if it's a cartoon movie. It, it is okay. I I saw the trailer. It has glowy Uh, Chloe Grace
1: Mortez, note. Uh-huh. Moretz, yeah. It it is is live-action cartoon. It's like, who framed Roger Rabbit, but modern.
0: Weird. But okay. So, Uh, it has... No, go ahead. It has who in it.
1: Oh, wait, what?
0: You said it has, and then stop talking.
1: Oh, no. It has, like, Tom and Jerry as, like, what they would look like in the cartoon. Just a little bit more high-rendered. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh The Many Saints of Newark, uh, March twelfth, twenty twenty one. A look at the formative years of New Jersey gangster Tony Soprano, tensions rise between African Americans and Italian Americans in New York Newark, New Jersey in nineteen sixty seven. Uh funny enough, this movie actually features uh James Gandolfini's son. So James uh Gandolfini played Tony Soprano uh in the sopranos on hbo nice so his son in real life james gandolfini his son michael gandolfini is going to play the main character uh, in this gangster film Uh, along with and john bernthal your favorite punisher is going to be in there yeah you know so that'll be cool uh what I want to hear his, his New Jersey accent. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah. it's it's not going to be the same Jersey accent because, like, that one developed over oh. time. and. Oh,
1: yeah, no, it's in my 1967.
0: But uh, Reminiscence, April 16th, 2021. This one has got, kind of got me hooked a little bit. I'm like, ooh, it's mysterious because it's all the information that they give you. It says, a scientist discovers a way to relive your past and uses the technology to search for his long-lost love.
1: Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson. Huge. (laughs) Okay.
0: Huge Jackman. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, and Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, May 21st, 2021. If we see it on the streaming app, who knows? Uh, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, June 4th, 2021.
1: Okay. Yeah. Third Conjuring
0: movie. Is that the third or is it the fourth?
1: It's, it's the third one. There's Conjuring 1, 2, and then they have the spinoffs. Like,
0: oh, then the, the Annabelle, series, Annabelle 2, Annabelle Comes Home, whatever the fuck. like. Yeah. And then the Nun, and then the like the Nun uh-huh. 2 will be out next year. Oh, okay, yeah, the, the Conjuring universe. So the Conjuring 3, gotcha. Uh, in the yeah. Heights, June 18th, 2021. Uh, I saw, when, when we went to the theaters uh, earlier in the year, I definitely saw trailers for this movie. Um, some short. Yeah, yeah, In the Heights. It's like, uh, it's a musical.
1: It's, uh, I can't think of his name. He made Hamilton. Um,
0: fuck. Alexander. What? I said Alexander.
1: No, 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 no. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm, it's going to piss me off. Just keep going on the list and I'll figure it out.
0: All right. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, July 16th. Uh the Suicide Squad, August sixth, twenty
1: twenty one.
0: Lynn Manuel Miranda. That's his
1: name. Manuel
0: Miranda. Gotcha. Yeah, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Dune. Space
1: Okay, you went you said you you said Space Jam, and I didn't even hear you say Space. Yeah,
0: Jam. Space Jam, a new legacy, July sixteenth. What? what the fuck, dude? <laughs> LeBron James...
1: Oh my god. This LeBron is going to be a crazy weird ride.
0: It's going to oh, be man. crazy and weird and I don't know if I'll like it, but I'll still watch it just in case. I'll
1: still
0: I'll still watch it. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. yeah, but uh Dune, October 1st, 2021. Uh King Richard. Guess what that's about. Uh November 19th, 2021. Hmm. Uh The Matrix 4, December 22nd, 2021. Yeah. Those who wish me dead. A teenage murder witness is lost in the wilderness with two assassins hunting him. A survival expert trying to protect him and a forest fire threatening them all. Angelina Jolie, Nicholas Holt, and John Bernthal again. He's had a busy okay. year. Uh, this one this one is uh, mysterious. I could not find any information on it. But What's ma- this called? Malignant.
1: 2021. I've heard that. I've heard that. Upcoming
0: American thriller directed by James Wan from a screenplay by Kayla Cooper. It stars Annabelle Wallace, Jake Abel, and George Young.
1: I'm going to see if I can figure what's
0: about it. Um, Uh, the only name that I even recognize in those actors is Jake Abel. And he played the guy and Percy Jackson with the shoes. Yeah.
1: I'm looking, I'm looking through these, uh, I know these, uh, some of these actors, I've seen a few of them, yeah, I want to figure out more about this movie, though, what the fuck? What else do you have on the list,
0: though? I've got, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, 2021, uh, Offered a plea deal by the FBI, William O'Neill infiltrates the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party to gather intelligence on Chairman Fred Hampton. Uh, It stars Daniel Kaluuya, uh, also known as, like, the lead guy from Get Out. He was the boyfriend from Get Out. He was was in uh, Queen and Slim. He was in Black Panther. Like, he's uh, got a very famous face at this point.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. On stuff about Malignant, though, uh-huh. I, it says that the plot is being kept under tight wraps. That's like, that's you know what, what I'm saying. Insane.
0: Like, I looked. I looked. I really looked. And I could not find a goddamn thing about Malignant, and it's kept super tight. So, yeah. all I know is that it's a thriller directed by James Wan, and I like James Wan. Uh, and, but I don't know what the the screenplay by... I don't know who Akilah Cooper is, so... I don't know who the actors are for real, but I feel like I might like it. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's got like, that Christopher Nolan like, feel to it, you know what I mean?
1: It's like one of those in- indie-ish movies um that like you don't really know much about.
0: I know. I can't decide if it's like a horror thriller or if it's like a serial killer like thriller. You understand what I'm saying? Like
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So she, that that person, Akilah Cooper, uh, worked on Luke Cage as a producer, uh, The 100, and American Horror Story.
0: So it's a horror movie. (laughs) That's what you just said to me. (laughs) That's what you just said to me. So, uh, and then the last one on this list is Cry Macho, and that's a Clint Eastwood movie. So if that tells you enough, there's going to be some guns, there's going to be some cars, there's going to be some action. There's going
1: to be some smug looks from uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, Clint Eastwood
1: with his uh, smuggest face.
0: Yes, very well, much yeah, so. Just keep, keeping that grit going. Yeah. But uh, speaking of grit, we're pulling up on our last story here, and I'm so sorry to have done this to you guys, but I had to include it because it's so fucking awful. Um, Why did you
1: have to show me this?
0: Dude, I don't know, why Why did my eyes have to see this? I had to tell you guys about it, right? Um, KFC is pushing a sexy Colonel Sanders movie. <laughs> like Mario Lopez. Th- this... Mario
1: Lopez is Colonel Sanders. Mario oh
0: Lopez plays Colonel Sanders, the white man from the South. And this is just so incredibly funny. Like the way that this article is written, it looks like a joke but it's totally real. Lifetime has a sponsorship with KFC, like a oh, like a partnership with KFC, and it's a 15-minute mini movie that's airing on Lifetime this Sunday. Um <laughs> the way they describe this. Uh, Mario Lopez stars as Harlan Sanders, a private chef working for a family whose adult daughter has ditched her fiancé for Sanders and his plentiful, tender drumsticks. (laughs) It has everything Americans are craving in the middle of a pandemic when frugality reigns and cooking fatigue is real. A hunky man moves into a woman's home to feed her. How can she not swoon? And in such a bleak year, how can viewers not laugh? This, oh, this is literally this is literally like a joke but it's not
1: I know it. it, it it's uh, horrifying I, I,
0: like I'm uncomfortable
1: it's five, 15 minutes and then it's gonna be released on F- Lifetime on, on the uh, network and then it's just gonna find its way on YouTube and everywhere else I'm gonna watch it of course and I'm gonna just I'm gonna have to bear my way through
0: it I know so this isn't the first time uh uh KFC has done something like this. They debuted that video game last year called I Love You, Colonel Sanders, the dating yeah. simulator. Yeah. Where you play yep. to win the heart of Colonel Sanders.
1: Yeah, they also did shoes. I remember these crocs that they did. Uh-huh. With this, uh huh. Did I ever show you those?
0: Yeah, no, you showed Croc- those to me. Yeah. Oh, with my the God, little, the crocs. What, didn't they have like little chicken wing like, scent things this, that you can clip on? Yeah. That was so they, horrifying. they
1: chicken, they're chicken legs that look like actual pieces of KFC chicken. <laughs> I think we
0: covered like that in chicken. one of our uh, podcast episodes. I, actually,
1: I, I do not remember if we did or not.
0: But oh my! I God, don't know, man. <laughs> like time so flies, so. man. Yeah, but uh, yeah. in 2017, uh, their Mother's Day marketing push, KFC published a romance novella called "Tender Wings of Desire," chronicling a steamy affair between Lady Madeline Parker and Colonel Harlan Sanders.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Jeez. Like it's a so the plot of a recipe for seduction doesn't appear to resemble the Colonel's life story. The essence is spot on. The real Harlan Sanders had a reputation for being a womanizer. He left his first wife for his mistress Claudia Price, a woman he'd hired to help his first wife uh, with housework. Together, Harlan and Claudia created the recipe that became his famous fried chicken. <laughs> How are they going to accomplish this in 15 minutes?
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. We're going to have to watch it, though. We're going to have to.
0: No, dude, this is, like, awful. Like, they wrote somewhere in here. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you imagine Ronald McDonald with a bulging bicep? No, stop. (laughs) Stop. I'm dying. A media studies professor at the University of Tulsa and the author of Diners, Dudes, and Diets, How Gender and Power Collide in Food, Media, and Con- and Culture, said KFC's mini-movie, with its campy, on-the-nose feel, seems to offer a knowing wink to the powerful link between sex and food that pervades media. At some point, they're going to use the line, finger licking good, and the question is, how dirty is it going to be? <laughs> Oh, oh! oh this is like a long ass article about KFC. It's so long. I'm not gonna finish it, but like, this is just too funny to be real. Like, it's like 2020. Could you please just like fucking stop? Like, can you please, for the love of Christ, just fucking stop? Like, it's like the 50.
1: It's like Fifty Shades parody. It's like Fifty Spices of KFC. <laughs>
0: Oh, no. Horrifying. No. But, uh... Yeah, I think that is going to wrap up our podcast for today. We ran a little bit over, honestly. Like, we're almost at... No, that's... We're gonna be at, like, almost two hours. That's okay.
1: We had a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. But, uh... Zach, do you have any uh, closing statements, arguments, uh, preferences, yeah. kinks that you yeah, want to...
1: <laughs> I got something real good.
0: Oh, God. Are you ready? No.
1: Back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong to take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. Head strong. We're head strong.
0: <laughs> That's me crying, by the way. thank you zach thank you zach (laughs) all right guys until next time you keep it cracking and um stay headstrong
1: yeah see ya
0: (laughs) see ya thanks for listening to the spinning nonsense podcast If you enjoyed anything we talked about and want to support or talk to us, we have included all the
1: links you need at the Spitting Nonsense Podcast on Discord. The link is posted in the description. Thanks again for listening.